All right, Colson, so you're saying that uh, France playing the false nine uh, and it's in having their, their wing backs yeah. attack is the way to go against England, huh? I definitely was saying similar things to that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I appreciate yeah. you um, understand what I'm saying because it's kind of high high level. High brow stuff. for most yeah, exactly. people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, what they do with their uh, their front guys and their slashers and their finishers, it's just amazing. And there's a middle guy, I think, who does some stuff that's pretty I good. Mean, most of that stuff is true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's on all the time at work. Uh, it's been it's been fun. I I'm actually uh, gonna miss it when it's gone because uh, you know we get you know the the USA games have been insane. I mean, just sure. we're just we're, we went over. They had we had to stop letting people in the building because we had too many people. Because fire code, fire code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and that's then, always good news, right? Yeah, that is good news. And then, but you know, the rest of the games, you know, we got like you know today we had probably 15, 20 people in for the. Uh, France game and I'd say like a third of them were French which was kind of fun I don't know oh, well, I didn't yeah. know you guys had such a strong French representation uh, in apparently Asheville. we do <laughs> so sacre anyway. bleu <laughs> that's where I learned all the things about the you know the, the front guys and about the, the false nine the false nine that's right <laughs> so shout out World Cup shout out yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh... It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. Whee! I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. <laughs> Who doesn't love the bounce castle? <laughs> Hitler. Just prepare to. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be awash in unbeatable goodness. Welcome Pacers fans, you're listening to The Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is December 4th, 2022, and this is episode 616, coming to you from the high school home of Jamison Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland. It's the doctor, Jason Triplett. This show we're going to discuss a one and two week for the Pacers, including games against LA, the Lakers that is, Sacramento, and Utah. As of recording, the the boys are playing the Trailblazers, so we don't know the result of that yet. So we'll talk about that next week. Joining me uh, this week are two of our three analysts, coast to coast like buttered toast. First, from Asheville, North Carolina, he's our in-house bartender, mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles. It's John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatables? Uh, Quick shout out to uh, Elise, like Sunday morning. (laughs) <laughs> Alize Johnson uh, got signed uh, with the Spurs. Uh, he's been playing uh, for the uh, G League team, averaging 22 points and 10 rebounds on 60% shooting, and got pulled up to the big leagues and got a $2 million contract. So shout out to uh, X Pacer. Nice. Yeah. He's going to help them uh, tank, is he? Yeah, that's what he's here for. <laughs> And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. 
What is going on, fellas? Uh, great to see you. Shout out to the World Cup. Been super fun so far. Um, great effort from the American side. Um, and shout out to Joey. Missing our host this week, but uh, well-deserved a break. So look forward to hanging out uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, I I think the Netherlands are like are like good. Like, oh, I don't think they're, they're decent. <laughs> tell, t- tell me more. <laughs> well, I mean, I just I thought uh, I thought the U.S. was gonna um, you know handle them, and then I started watching the Netherlands play, and I thought they were pretty good. Yeah, I a, a buddy of mine that I work with uh, <laughs> on Friday, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, we're totally favored." It. I'm like. Yeah, no, I don't think that's the case. I will take your bets at odds. I was going to say maybe the betting line was favored because there were so many people throwing money at it. No, no. (laughs) Not even that. Basically three to one underdogs. So like if you want to let me bet against the Netherlands at those odds, I will. Thank you. Uh, A lot of people in my bar believed we had a shot at this – and it was it was it was uh, interesting to hear them get quieter and quieter as the game went on. Yeah, well, mm. yeah, it was a good effort I mean, that, from the Americans. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. The goal right before halftime, I think, was the yeah. Best. That was, was a real killer. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, before we start the show, just want to remind you folks that this show is brought to you by you. You can head over to Patreon.com/slash/Undebeatables to support the longest-running Pacers podcast. For as little as a dollar a month. We also have higher tiers of five or ten dollars, or a very special eight dollar a month price if you want to sponsor our blue check mark. <laughs> uh, uh, hey Jason, uh, I know you're yeah. you're you're subbing in for Joey, so you're not used to this, but I'd like to interrupt. Okay. I've got a Oh boomerang. no, we're used to you interrupting. Oh, you have a boomerang. <laughs> I, I was just going to ask if you had a thing for it. I got I got a I got a stupid thing. News of the week. Yeah. Okay, cool. A boomerang. A Here boomerang. Um so uh rookie Benedict Matherin uh was uh was given rookie of the month for mm-hmm. October November. Shout out. And I wanted to go around the uh table here. And uh, see if you guys can name the other Pacer Rookie of the Month players. Oh, there's been multiple. Multiple. That's why it's a boomerang. We're going around the around the table. I'm going to start with you, Jason. Can I ask a potentially leading question? How long has the NBA been giving out the Rookie of the Month award? Um, so, okay, that's an excellent question. Um, as far as I can see from what I'm looking at here... Uh, at least into the uh, beginning of the '80s, I'm assuming maybe it's a maybe it's a merger thing. Um, and here's another fun fact, though: they didn't start doing conferences. Uh, it used to be a whole league. Oh wow! So okay. they, you know, nowadays they give. So you had to be a really good rookie, right? Nowadays they yeah. give you East and and West Rookie of the Month. Uh, they couldn't the handle that kind of data back in the eighties. <laughs> That's right. In the eighties, there was only a Rookie of the Month for the whole league. All right. So Pacers in franchise history that have won one Rookie of the Month. Mm-hmm. I am going to start with uh, Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller, no. No, there you go. I'm out right away. Yeah, all right, Harper. Just wrap um, this thing up, buddy. 
<laughs> I'll take Tinsley. Tinsley. He got it in November uh, of his rookie year. Because he had March. 23 assists in a game <laughs> yeah. or some garbage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Before yeah. he decided that biting people's ears was awesome or whatever he did. <laughs> so, yeah, he got it twice Threatening in his rookie season. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so menacing with that dustpan. Um, do you want to, Jason, do you just want to guess another one just because that's fun? I do. Chuck Person. Chuck Person got yep. it uh, twice in his uh, rookie season in November and in February. And that was for the whole league, not just for the East. So, shout out Chuck Person. Uh, Harper? Danny Granger? No. No? No. Ouch. Okay. Yeah, I definitely guess him. Uh, let's see. Let's go with... Think of like rookie one of season, one yeah. of the greatest rookie seasons of all time, and that was kind of it for his Pacer tenure. Old, long time ago, Indiana hero. I'm blanking. Clark Kellogg. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was like a twenty and ten guy out the gate. He got it in December of his rookie year. That's a good call. And I then I, 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 in my head, I had him earlier. Like, yeah. that wasn't mm-hmm. even on my radar. Yeah. And then uh, Miles Turner got one oh, in uh, wow. February okay. of his uh, rookie campaign. So uh, those are the five guys. Uh, yeah. Sweet. Just uh, Big Mather, Miles Turner, Jamal Tensley, Chuck Person, and Clark Kellogg. So that's mostly good company. Yeah. <laughs> mostly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Shout out Mather. You, you might have a reunion with those guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, Tensley's going to be just a blast at that party. Yeah. Totally. I don't know, man. Your invite must have got lost in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly sent it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, toughish week uh, in Pacers land. Brutal week. It's a great uh, week. Their, <laughs> continuing their West Coast swing. Uh, Monday night, they took on the Lakers, uh, second night of a back-to-back in the no, the Crypto.com Center. Uh, this the future BKO the Center. Week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one was the highlight of the week. Uh, Pacers win this one, 116-115, to 115, rallying from a 17-point deficit uh, with 10 minutes to go. Uh, Andrew Nimhard hits the game winner off a brilliant play from... Tyrese Halliburton finds him wide open on the wing. Uh, Halliburton led the way in this game, uh, points-wise, 24 points, uh, a stellar 14 assists in this game, and seven rebounds. And Benedict Matherin chipped in 23 and had eight rebounds himself. Uh, Then the rest of the week was kind of a... um, not as exciting, we'll say. That's fair. Uh, Wednesday at Sacramento, uh, they lit the lit the beam yeah. and beat us one thirty seven <laughs> to one fourteen. Uh, Jalen Smith and Ben Matherin led the way in this game, twenty two points each, um, and not much else to speak of uh, contribution wise from this game. Uh, and then Friday night, the Pacers traveled to Salt Lake City to take on the Utah Jazz, who had been struggling of late, but were not struggling against in this game against the Pacers. Dropped a cool 139 on us uh, and beat the Pacers, who only put up 119. Miles Turner leading the way with 18 points. 
and uh, measly four rebounds. Uh, Andrew Nimhard a double double, thirteen points and ten assists, and four and four rebounds. (laughs) (laughs) As many as our seven two guy. That's correct. Yep. Although, in fairness, the Jazz did not miss a lot of shots. That's true. Yeah, exactly. There weren't a lot of available rebounds. Uh, I think they shot, what, 55% or something like that? Woof. Woof. Uh, Harper, uh, what are your thoughts? I, uh, on Colson's recommendation, <gasps> I watched none of these games other than the Lakers game. Yeah. Good, good, and good. the Lakers game was amazing. Yeah. I mean. Yes, yes. Sure, we dug ourselves a hole. That's like our trademark. It's been our trademark for a decade now. Yes, for what sure. we do. Doesn't matter who our personnel, doesn't matter who our coach is, we dig ourselves a 15-point deficit in the first quarter. It's how we roll. But we fought back against a team with championship aspirations. Um, worth noting, Anthony Davis played in this game, who is playing at a just an amazing level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Just so fun to see this team go to work and fight so hard to get back into it. And then to get Andrew Nimhard, his game winner at the end. I mean, just so fun. Everything about this team just summed up into one, you know, gorgeous little bow. This was the win of the season. Um, Buzzer beater, everything that you want to see. Uh, super fun. Cole said, I'm sure that your head is exploding waiting for me to stop talking. No, no, no. I, I just completely agree with everything. I, um, you know, we did the thing that we've done a couple times this season, which is try to get um, Miles Turner the, the game winning shot. Um, I, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Halliburton really wants that to work for him, and he just keeps giving him the ball, and it's he misses that great an idea. He, he misses the three. <laughs> Buddy Heel gets a finger on the the uh, horrendously long rebound off a, a bad three point shot, it was and uh, gets to Halliburton, and he has what four or five seconds left. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like I. I probably should shoot but hey i've got five seconds it's plenty of time so he dribbles into traffic takes two defenders on whips a left-handed pass skip pass cross court to a wide open nimhart in the shooting motion um just i mean the amount of screaming dancing laughing and crying that happened (laughs) at 1 a.m here at this house was uh, (laughs) um yeah, no, I it, it was it was so much fun. It's why we watched the game, um, and uh, yeah, this you're right. I, I said it's a terrible week of basketball, but this gift, this gift of this win was just it, it was the highlight of the season for me so far as well. And like obviously, Nimhard is the hero here. I mean, he just you know steps up with his awkward ass shot and just. <laughs> Cans it at the buzzer. Luckily, no one was within 10 meters because otherwise the shot would be blocked. Well, no, but that's not true. He hit like another three and a two down the stretch. Like he was like the go-to guy. Look, his shot is going to be awkward no matter how you put this. That's true. It's always. The kid can play and there's no two ways about that. Yeah. Benny Matherin in this game. What an outstanding game from him. That guy is so not afraid of anyone on the court. Certainly up to and including LeBron James. It was not his primary guard, which I credit the coaching staff with because that would have been a terrible idea. But Mm -hmm. I know that he asked for it five times during the past 48 hours, right? Mm -hmm. He ends up going 
10 to 22. He's got eight boards, you know, three of eight from the range, and he's he's everywhere. He had a phenomenal game. Did he have any steals in this game? Because I feel like he did. Only once. Okay, I feel like he, he was really deflected a lot there. of things. Yeah. He was really disruptive. Yeah. Re- remember, it's not the guy who tips it. It's the guy who grabs who it. Who ends up, exactly, yeah. ends up mm-hmm. with it, right? He was disruptive yeah. out there for sure. Incredible for him, too, because he gets a lot of his points from the line, and he didn't go to the line once in this game. Mm-mm. So uh, Couldn't get a call in shots. L.A. Exactly. That's right. Miles Turner a decent game in this, despite the uh, the brick uh, to end it. Um, Fifteen points, thirteen rebounds, three blocks. Really putting on a show for those LA Lakers, you know, right in person. Try. He's got the GM LeBron that he's playing against. So, <laughs> <laughs> if he hadn't gone one for seven from the range, he would have uh, solidified his his chances there. That's right. So, Colson, what about the rest of the week? Uh, it seemed like things went downhill. The, the Pacers didn't ride that high of a, a game winner. And and uh, even Kevin Pritchard jumping into the mob uh, at the end to celebrate the victory. What happened? <laughs> well, so um, we will uh, discuss on the Thursday show with another boomerang mm. that uh, uh, Tyrese Halliburton had, uh, pre- I guess through that weekend, got player of the week. Uh, partially for his three games in a row of 40 assists and zero turnovers. Um, just mm-hmm, playing mm-hmm. brilliant basketball. I'm sorry. Um, Say that one more time. 40 assists and zero turnovers in three That's games. Bonkers. It's, That's it's, it's bonkers. As, far, as far as I can tell, it's never been done. It shouldn't be done. No. You they, should they, not they, have they, the ball like, in your hand that much. And The statisticians can't yeah. come up with a comp for this, honestly. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, this may have never happened in NBA You called history. all your statisticians on this. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, so he's been playing brilliantly. Um, but I think what got us to this, uh, uh, you know, we we were, what, 12 and 8 after that um, victory against the Lakers? Um yes in fourth seed in the East at that point um, was we were playing uh, defense better than uh, I think everyone expected us to. And we were holding our own on the glass and uh, that Clippers game, which happened, I guess, um, what was that Sunday night when you guys were recording afternoon afternoon, that's right. And uh, Zubats went ahead and put up 30 and 29 Yep. Um, 29 rebounds. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, which one's points, which one's rebounds. <laughs> I can't even tell if they're going to be the same. <laughs> they're going to be the same, yeah. And that was just a harbinger for what was going to come. We've been just Ugh. destroyed on the boards. We're, we're losing the, the rebounding battle by like 20 uh, These these uh, this game against Sacramento and, and against Utah. And uh, we're not shooting the ball well, and we're not defending. I mean, we're just doing everything poorly. Um, I know Quinn said... Kind of like what everybody thought this team exactly, was going to do exactly. coming into the season. Quinn, what Quinn uh, Buckner said in, in, in the, one of the broadcasts, I think it was the Utah one, he says, well, you know, these long road trips, guys don't have time to practice. I'm going, but do we have time to forget everything we learned in the first 20 <laughs> games? Like, we're just... We look like a different team. And I know it's a long road trip, and I know it's, um, you know, um, playing on the road is tough, but uh, we just look... Like really, like a really bad team right now. Yeah, I will say so. I I caught most of the Utah game, and 
we started out rough, of course, in that game. Because right, that's I what think we we're always the worst, do. <laughs> we're the worst first quarter team in the league. Mm-hmm. We got to be, right? Um, got to have a signature move, man. <laughs> but then we, we rallied our way back. Second quarter started, and we get back into the game, actually tie it up. Yep. 54 to 54. And I said, all right, cool. We made a game of this. All right, let's do it. And then Utah, without a timeout, promptly went on a 21 to 2 run to close the quarter and just put any thoughts that we had of being competitive in this yeah, game. Yeah, it was 17 points in a row, I think they put on. Yeah, they went on a 17 0 run and it was. <laughs> 21 to 2 overall right. yeah because we hit two to, before they hit another four. and it was just ugly like watching it you were like we're there's no way we can stop them and we can't score so how are we gonna get out of this like yeah somebody will eventually was, blow an end of the quarter and we'll get out of this that'll be our like i think carlisle used like six of his eight timeouts in the first half like, it was, it was ugly. I, but dude, what's so amazing about that team? That team was supposed to be like in full tank rebuild mode, and I don't understand how they're doing what they're doing. They're doing it with cohesion, but that cohesion is happening happening with dudes like Jordan Clarkson and Colin Stexton, yep. and 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 people who, you know, we didn't think were like cohesive team player guys, right. And you look yeah. down their bench, and like I, I lose track of names at something Vanderbilt. <laughs> Starts with the J. He's in their starting sure. lineup apparently. I like. I don't know how they're doing it. They are fourteen and eleven. Yeah. And they've been on a cold streak. Yeah. Like yeah, Mike Conley just went out. I'm you know, telling you, like yeah. this this team has been like Utah has been really impressive this year, and I. It, it feels like smoke and mirrors, uh, but you got to give it up to the guys out there working their tails off. Uh, yeah, I, you know, know, it's I, not the worst loss you're going to see this year. Yeah, I wonder if it is smoke and mirrors. I mean, I, I you know, I, when they were le- leading the West, I was like, this is not going to keep happening. Assistant coach David Copperfield. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, I think this is coaching, right? They've got a, a rookie coach who's, um, you know, this this whole thing is based off cutting and slashing and shooting a lot of threes and and uh, it's you know it's it's going well and I think it you know it reminds me of of the Pacer team and what was that uh, thirteen fourteen no fifteen sixteen or whatever Later than that yeah. yeah when the Oladipo first Oladipo yeah seventeen eighteen that's what it was yep. when it's a bunch of guys that are um, you know toss offs from other teams you know they're 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 right. six men they're um, they're you know guys that teams didn't want and they're playing with a chip on their shoulder and uh you know i have a feeling this team's gonna at least end the season in the playoff hunt that's where i'm i'm putting them which is wild which is wild since we were i i was at the beginning of the season i think i put them as the worst team in the league i mean it makes all the sense to put them there and it's probably frustrating as a gm to have them where they're at because (laughs) you really wanted a good draft pick yeah my my favorite statistic from that game though. So before the season, as part of the the blowing it up process, right? The Utah Jazz traded our our boy Boyan Bogdanovich mm-hmm. to the Pistons in exchange for Kelly Olynyk, and everybody said, "Oh boy, woo, Pistons win that trade, right?" Which is pretty much true. But Olynyk's been playing well for them. But the best stat that I saw was he he gets in foul trouble in every game. And uh, I got the the Utah announcers, and they were just you know 
complaining constantly about Kelly. And they flashed up at one point that he was the league leader in fouls. He's already committed 100 fouls wow. uh, in the season. The next closest guy is like in the 70s or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's, it's pretty hilarious. Yep. But he gives Way him a go. nasty, right? You know? I mean, they need yeah, know, he gives a tough him, guy. He's, yeah, absolutely. He's another one of these cast-off guys that, you know, isn't going to be necessarily in a rotation. I mean, he, he'll he be in a rotation, but he's not a starting lineup, you know, kind of guy. So, yeah, I don't know. And they unlocked Lowry Markinen, who right. was a guy that had shown flashes in his days in Chicago, kind of was underutilized in, in Cleveland. Yeah. Or, I mean maybe appropriately utilized but now you know that's the other thing is is when these guys you take the tethers off of them anybody in the nba can score yes basically like and these guys are especially efficient scorers like colin sexton is a bucket right Mm -hmm. jordan clarkson is a bucket lowry markinen it turns out is a bucket like and I haven't watched a lot of them, but I assume that's how they're getting their wins is they're outscoring teams. Yeah, it's a lot of it. And, you know, especially yeah. if you don't expect a ton of defense out of them, right? Like, I mean, yeah. you know, once things ratchet up a little bit, this is not a team that's going to go very far, right? Like, you don't need a sure. whole lot of film on Lord Markinen to unlock that, right? Like, Yeah, and that's, that's the thing, too, is like I'm sure that all the players – are attuned to all the media that we are as well, right? And so they're coming into the season thinking Utah is, you know, nothing. And so the coaches pass them the scouting report, and they're like, eh, maybe I'll have an extra glass of wine tonight. You know? <laughs> yeah, really right. Need to read the scouting report. Like, uh, so we'll see if the the trend continues. Yeah, um, for them going down the air. But I mean, yeah, we're a full quarter of the way into the season now, and so teams are starting to be what they are. Um, I'll be really interested to see how we feel about this Pacers team after this, the rest of this road trip ends. Right. So, uh, we, we are currently playing the Portland trailblazers, uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show Monday, tomorrow, we play back to back against the golden state warriors who have seemingly got things back together. And then we travel to Minnesota to play the Minnesota Timberwolves. So to round out that round trip. Or uh, road trip, sorry. And then we got a back-to-back on the weekend hosting the Wizards and the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, so <clears throat> who we beat last time and I'm sure are out for revenge. The pretty tough week of basketball. And then if we drop these games against the Blazers, the Warriors, the Timberwolves, that's all of a sudden a five-game losing streak and could have been, but for an Andrew Nemhard <laughs> three-pointer, a seven-game losing streak. No. Yeah. Something like that. We could have gone 0-7 on the road trip, at least, right? Yeah, we did beat Brooklyn going in. Right, okay, yeah. So we beat Brooklyn going in, right? So, um, yeah. (laughs) A 1-7 road trip, or a 1-6 road trip, which is a a buzzer beater away from being an 0-7 road trip, is not building a lot of confidence, I don't think, in the, the locker room, right? And it'll be interesting to see how these guys respond. Uh, coming out of that well i am um, uh, i was reminded with you guys uh, over slack about the uh the schedule show um and i called this the uh put us in a holiday season uh because basically <laughs> from thanksgiving to new year's is incredibly difficult including this seven game road trip and i came up with a conspiracy theory that 
the league wants us to do poorly so that we can get a good draft pick so they can celebrate that at the all-star game next uh, season. Um, so just hold on to that. Keep your fingers crossed that that's still happening <laughs> because um, this is this just looked like a different team to me than the first half, uh, you know, the, the, the first 20 games. Um, they're just, you know, they're starting to get outworked. And that wasn't the case early on. You know, you give up 137, and that was, at that point, tied are the most points we'd ever given up, or we'd given up this season. And then the next game, if you give up 139, um, you know, you'd like that number to go down instead of up. <laughs> mm, yeah. For sure. <laughs> I mean, especially after you get blown out and out-rebounded and out-hustled and just generally demolished by Sacramento. Yeah, that's an emotional game because you got guys going back, Buddy Heald and you know and Halliburton going back. Um, and Sacramento's been on a roll, but, you know, man. You just hope this Zubat's going off for 30-30 on you as a wake-up call. As <laughs> a wake-up call, right. And it, and it hasn't been so far. Look, it's, 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 it's Honestly, it's tough league. And we knew there were going to be ups and downs this seasons. Right. So not a huge deal in that respect. Um, the only thing that you worry about is guys losing confidence, right? Yeah. You just got to keep playing ball. Mm-hmm. Just keep doing right. what you're good at, maximizing, you know, utility at every turn. Next play is the only play. These guys going to be fine. I, I'm not worried about confidence in Tyrese Halliburton and Benedict Matherin. And oh, for sure, definitely not those guys. And and those guys have shown an ability already to pass that down uh, and spread it around. Uh, you know, the guys that I worry about it with are Miles Turner, right? Yeah. Like that's right. the guy I worry about with. Like you know, well, and but, I was I was really starting to worry about Jalen Smith. I mean, he just had kind of a mediocre start to the season, but he's been good the last two games, which. I don't know what that says then, right? I mean, he plays well and the rest of the team plays poorly. Like, I don't know. Maybe we need him to play mediocre for our wings to play better. Like, I don't know. Um, interesting stuff to think about there. I mean, someone has to kind of get stats somewhere over the course of the game. Like, it's, <laughs> right. it's the this dead cat bounce right there. Or the dead baby bounce. Dead baby bounce. <laughs> it's a dead cat bounce. Uh, so what are you guys calling for this week? We got... Um... We're going to talk about five games next week. Oh, good Lord. Portland, Warriors, T-Wolves, back home for Wizards and Nets. I'm going to go with uh, two and three week. Okay. I'm feeling like we're going to have a couple games where we just, we look pretty good and polished. Somehow we we get it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll obviously beat the Trailblazers. They're trash. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um. I feel like we owe Minnesota one, so yes, let's take them. Okay. Um, and then let's go ahead and drop the rest. I'll go two or three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So it. many games. Why are there so many games? So many games. Yeah. Well, it's because one is happening now. Yeah. Okay. Well, throw one more in there. Like, throw another loss in there. We're, we're two and five. We're, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this feels one and four-y to me because uh, that no. home game coming back from a road road stretch is hard. But yeah, I and then it's a back-to-back. Pick one up somehow. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Oof. and Washington has to win a game eventually. So, yeah. Well, I, you know, we owe them one too, but don't we? Didn't they? They beat the snot out well, of us, and then we won one to start the season. But then we beat right, them. Right, okay. When they came here, 
right? All right. Uh, to DC, that is. And then, uh, yeah, so this is the rubber match. Okay. But they're already on a skid. They've lost three straight as of this recording. So yeah, they're going to be hungry for that They were the Wizards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember, they were Wizards. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure Kuzma knows what team he plays for. He hasn't figured it out yet. Nah, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, oh, let me go back to my script. I'm new with this. All right. Well. <laughs> Uh, we will talk to you again on Thursday. I'm sure we'll, well, we certainly have a boomerang happening. That's right. There's a really interesting stat of the week that's worth tuning in for. Probably doing it under Google, and then we'll talk some basketball. You know, why not? Uh, until then, thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter. We're at Undebeatables. Uh, we are on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. You can email us at shoutout at TheUndebeatables.com. We also have a contact form on our website, theunbeatables.com, if you want to send us a message through there. You can choose to be anonymous. Um, so if you know it's like an HR situation, you need to notify <laughs> us. That's the way to do it. Uh, and we do have uh, a few small T-shirts of the OG printing uh, left on that website. Yeah. So go and pick you up one. We need everybody to order their uh, kids a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, even your small children, they'll grow into it. You know, that's the thing. Yep. For the architect, Donnie Walsh, and our once and always Hall of Fame coach, Bobby Sicklinard. Turn out the lights. Party's over. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> uh, did you guys uh, get a chance to re-listen to the uh, the classic brawl episode? No, I haven't yet. I haven't. You, to, it, yeah, no, I saw it, and it actually, I didn't realize that it was a classic episode, so it threw off my count. So, um, that episode was six seventeen or six sixteen. I oh, had no idea. Correct. I'd oh, already set up a page with all the wrong stuff. So. <laughs> oh, thanks, wow. Colson. Perfect. Now, mm-hmm. now, yeah, everything's screwed up. Now you can you can blame Joey and I for being lazy last week. Well, what I no, what I'll I realized, Colson, thank you. <laughs> well, what I realized <laughs> that you were like, hey, you know, we could use a, a classic. I was like, it's only like a week after the anniversary of the brawl. Like, we'll just put that mm-hmm. in there. Perfect. You know, because it was the twenty. 7th or 29th or something of November. So, mm-hmm. yep. um, anyway, uh, it, it made me quite emotional re-listening to it. I was, God, uh, dude. You know, just remembering how close we were, or at least how close we felt to a championship at that point. Um, we were so good. We were kicking their ass. We were really man. good. Dude, yeah. we we're, we owned them. Yeah. And we didn't even have Reggie didn't Miller. Didn't have Reggie, Reggie Miller. was over there in a cast. That's right. Uh, <sighs> all right. Listen to the classics. <laughs> Listen so to the classics. We love all of this. We won't do it again now. Get us all fired up. That's right. I just listened to the uh, the episode, Colson, where you were like super tired, super tired, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like refused to say button. And I got all got all, like angry about it. It was yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a special amount of tired where you're like too tired to say it, but not too tired to argue to bitch yeah, about yeah. it, right? Yeah. <laughs>